What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rick for Dirt. I'm Ali, and I'm joined here with... What's up, man? Jordan Kepler, <laughs> a.k.a. Boss Asperger. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. Um, this, what I'm doing right now is uh, kind of untraditional. Like, and I have done it for the last almost, we're on our fourth year, where we've never done podcasts without the other person being there. So me doing it solo with some friends is definitely a departure from our norm. But given that it's Overland Expo West, and this is one of the first ones Frank hasn't come to, he decided, look, there's too many opportunities to meet our friends, talk to our friends, and introduce other people out there to our friends. So you got to do it. So. Well, I'm going I'm to try and do Frank justice. So There's my buddy Barry Duke. <laughs> How's it going? He's over there at the Surefire booth. Uh, Surefire makers of suppressors and bitching-ass lights. What's up, buddy? Just having a great time. It's like Overland Mecca here. I'm overwhelmed. This is your first time to Expo? It is. And even walking through the camping area, it's like you see how people really have their gear set up and there's so much to learn just everywhere. Are you on your way back to your booth right now or are you just kind of roaming around? Now I'm roaming around, broke away and out taking a look around and seeing what's here. You want to do a quick five, quick five, ten minutes with me and Jordan over here on the podcast? I'm sure. All right, hang on a second. Let's do it. Let's, let's, get, let's get Barry on because me and Barry went wheeling last week and uh, Barry got to see um, kind of what my status quo is on the trail. Just four inches from your mouth and uh, yeah. How was that? <laughs> well, it's the first time I've ever actually witnessed a, well, I don't know if you call it a rollover or a roll on, flop on the side. A flop over, <laughs> a, gen, a gentle laydown of a vehicle on the sandy bank. I felt kind of bad when I walked up taking a photo of you no, sitting I'm next so to your rolled you over vehicle, but it was like, <laughs> got to do it. No, I mean, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have any content of all that amazing recovery experience. And So uh, how was that? How, how slow did that happen in your head? I mean, it, it happened, it felt like it was a, a an inch a second. It was like so slow. It was just gradually coming down to a rest enough to where i could see the dirt kind of approaching me make sure my arm was inside yeah and then flop over and kind of uh, you know and then uh and then i sat there i actually sat, sat there for like a minute two minutes took inventory felt my lap get wet not from pissing myself but from the coffee <laughs> from the coffee the first thing i told barry i'm like barry this is not piss it's coffee okay <laughs> fucking last thing i need is barry to think i'm pissing myself over every little thing no uh <laughs> so yeah, it took it took a couple minutes to get my bearings. Like I'm covered in coffee. I'm covered in half my shit that just fell out of my glove box, and kind of threw some stuff up. And then I'm like, all right, let's unstrap, unstrap, thunk. Yeah, <laughs> like gravity took me down. And you're so disoriented, right? Like it's not you're not supposed to be in that orientation. And then standing perpendicular inside your vehicle, <laughs> jumped out. Barry came, eventually took pictures, and. We had a really smooth recovery for the most part. Oh, I got Robin you rope from Factor 55. You know awesome. how, yeah, he snapped his rope, so I talked to my buddy Justin over here and got him a new rope. So yeah, Rob from Redlands first tried to recover me from the top with Barry. They try to hook their vehicles together. He's got a, you've got a Ram. Ram Rebel. Ram Rebel. So Barry's actually embraced the whole Overland thing like fully. Like he actually bought my uh, 80 inch high country tent okay. from FSR. and. Uh, and it's great because his wife's like, thank you so much. I love that tent. <laughs> and it, she said, like, she said the same thing my wife said. She said that really sold her on the experience. And I think the right kind of living quarters on these trails makes all the difference. Now, the that tent, I was up with uh, my buddy. We were just on top of the 
mountains behind Orange County, if you can call them mountains, but top of the ridge. Wind was blowing 20 to 30 miles an hour all night. I slept sound. It's like not that baby. you couldn't hear it. It's just in that tent. It wasn't bad. It wasn't hitting you, right? It's got the a triple wall. Yeah. And his tent, he said he couldn't sleep the whole night. Oh, right. So, yeah. But, Thin nylon tent, probably? Yeah. Yeah. And still, you know, good good tent, just uh, not overbuilt like the FSR. Yeah. So, by the way, you haven't met Jordan, have you? I have not. I don't so, know if we have or not So, yet. Jordan, this is Barry. Both of you guys are good friends. Uh, Jordan is actually a skilled blacksmith, getting better every year. Um, he's at the point now where he's doing a live forging demo here at Expo at the Rome booth. Uh, so right now, actually, we are in the Rome Adventure Company. Speaking of tents, yep. uh, makers of really great tents and awesome storage cases and coolers. Um, good friend of mine, Nick, and our our, our good friend, actually. Yep. I mean, you, Nick, and uh, I'll always credit you, Nick, and Jillian as the impetus with me of creating Summer Camp because that was it. We were doing, like, late night carne asada tacos yeah, it was that, trip, that trip out to expo yeah. two three years ago? three three and a half yeah something yeah. like and we were i think it was nick and i were like was it at like midnight something like that decided to go make quesadillas again yeah. and then all of a sudden you and jillian popped out of the woodworks like hey yeah uh, i'm like i jumped good i jumped out of my tent i'm like okay ollie come on down come in they're like you're fine <laughs> and then one when i am in the morning like techno music blasting like making quesadillas it was we were all on a drunk and uh it was a good time, and it kind of solidified some friendships, like Nick, who owns Rome Adventure, and Jordan, who now owns La Sasquatch. I mean, we've we've been with each other for for years now, and yeah. really like one of the core groups of Definitely. you know this whole life. Um, and now to see like friends like Barry come into the scene, and Barry, you're the VP of Suppressors for Shipwright? Suppressors and Weapons. We suppressors and Weapons, and also owner of uh, Duke Defense. That's correct. And you actually make some badass rifles, right? We make we make some uh, some good rifles, make some good sighting systems. Got some uh, more stuff will be coming out, and then uh, you know, surefire wise, doing all the suppressors and uh, work work some light stuff. Uh, way back, used to teach low light CQB at the very beginning. That's how I got linked up with Surefire. But CQB being, I've learned this. I just learned this from from Barry. Actually, we all went out last week and. That night, we were drinking bourbon till like 1 a.m. And the amount of information that was coming out of Barry and my buddy Luke, our buddy Luke, um, my head was like on a swivel, like, what, what, what? And it's like learning about all the terminology, like, so CQB, close quarter battle. And that's when, like, you know, the SWAT teams have to go breach a building and go room from room or clear out rooms, right? Yeah. And uh, we got a buddy, Gabe, who teaches that, actually, for uh, San Bernardino. So. Teaches and does it for a living. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's the guy. So, yeah, and you you do all this. I mean, you have what might some people might call a dream job where you get paid to throw thousands of rounds, which I imagine could be very tiring downrange. You know, it's funny because we were, we were doing a test on these uh, rifles. We brought three new rifles out. And we were doing 20,000 rounds each, so 60,000 rounds. And you're out there, solid eight hours. We'd, uh, we were doing a seven mag sequence, so you had to stick to a schedule, so it wasn't just training. Uh -huh. But I still put targets out, you know, beat the hell out of a bunch of steel targets. But MGM targets, if you're ever buying them, they're the number one steel okay. target because they're built by shooters. Okay. And they know they know how to design a target doesn't fall apart but we put well with that we put 60,000 rounds through we took two of the rifles after that another uh, 10 each so very 80,000 rounds into these targets Jeez, and uh, could you wow. imagine bro but, how long did i take you 
Uh, it took us two weeks. First day, we had about a dozen people show up. Everybody and their brother wanted to show up. <laughs> next day, there was about eight. Uh-huh. And next day, where there was four because they had to be there. Yeah. yeah. Because it's... Uh, yeah, everyone's got blisters and calluses. <laughs> and it. It's not that it's not enjoyable, but it's not exactly like you're screwing off just hanging out yeah. the range. Yeah. You're you know, shooting... You know, you'll shoot a seven mag string, and it was... Uh, I think one round every four seconds, semi-auto, then three to five round burst, but at 85 RPM, so a little gap in between. So it okay. took about five and a half minutes to shoot seven mags. Okay. And you started seeing people like bringing chairs up to like a table that was there to hold the <laughs> rifles, and they're keeping their butt in a chair and resting their elbows as they're shooting. And so it's like that's it pretty taxing, right? It gets, um, you know, you're holding something out for five and a half minutes, but there's still yeah, I try to maximize every round fired. I want to target down there. I don't just want to be... Because uh, you're also measuring for... What, what did you call it? Minutes, right? Was well, in that in that case, uh, you know, every 5,000 rounds, I was rechecking accuracy. Okay. So I'd get on bench at 100 yards. We actually have a four-foot diameter range tunnel out there, out there and we've uh, acoustic computerized target. So... You not only know what your group size was, you know which round was one, two, three, four, five. And so we do three five round groups through each rifle after every 5,000 rounds. And we were cleaning them. It was like a wipe and lube every three cycles. And then yeah, it was like 1,240 some rounds if, or somewhere around there was the point where we do a detailed clean where we completely- Strip down the rifle. Yeah, strip them down, clean them completely. But, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun, but that's how you learn. I mean, we had, uh, you know, one part on there with, with a roll pin that sat in a little cavity. So you'd hit it in with a hammer, and it sat there and held another part together. And that roll pin, under its own weight, so a little 332 roll pin about a half inch long, actually recompressed itself into the hole that it would normally go into and pushed itself out, which meant, okay, change change the roll pin, change the tolerance on the hole, change the material of the part the hole went into. But the only way you learn that is by shooting it. I would not have believed you if you would have said, hey, this thing just going back and forth will eventually like squish itself down to like disassembly size. And that's the things you learn that you can't learn not shooting. And would you say Surefire is a standard in that? in terms of that type of testing? Uh, no, there, there's a lot of places that do. I mean, what we have is a good staff of very experienced people. Because you're a professional shooter. I've uh, I shot uh, three-gun matches and rifle matches you know, around the world for a while, Most mostly stateside, but back in probably 2010 2011 i was shooting two to three matches a month that i'd travel for and go shoot and come back and get back to work and build suppressors but my practice would be go to the range uh you know collect whatever data i had to then then practice and you know go back and repeat yeah all right I know you were trying to walk by. I, I snagged you, but I mean, I think there's a longer conversation we could have one day over over bourbon, around the around the fire. Um, but uh, for people in California, which we have a lot of audience that listens to us from California, the stuff that they can get from you are like uh, lighting, right? Lights, uh, 
backup iron sights, okay. uh, primary iron sights for their pistols and uh, rifles. And then uh, what else? also the world's very best flashlights made here in the yep. USA. Those things are bad, dude. Like they are so bright. You got to Jordan, Jordan, you got to see. Actually, I have, he gave me some stuff at the last trip we went on. I'll, I'll give you a flashlight. I'll, I'm going to give Jordan a little. Present. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, overall, like, I mean, you know, if I wanted to go back, like refocus it back on this show, the, the great thing about this show is seeing how people set up their gear. Right. And, you know, it's like, other than like going to, uh, you know, your get togethers and you start seeing, oh, here's how somebody did this right. and then you figure out you know what you know, okay that that i like that'll work for what i do but or like maybe a clip that helps it like hang from a molly on the seat or whatever it is like how does it incorporate into this world but you know i i take my uh, headlamps that i have two surefire ones that are like my favorites when they do go out then i'll switch to somebody else but um I mean, when the battery runs out, I'll switch to backups, but <laughs> I don't mean I'm going to switch companies, um, but I'll put them on my headrest. I just wrap them up and yeah. they're always there. And it's the perfect place because as you get out at night, just grab it, throw it on your head mm -hmm. and you're already out the door, ready to go. And I usually try to keep them charged, but they're, they're, it's an awesome product. Yeah, I really like it. And then I do like my gun light. My gun light's awesome. I really appreciate having one. So really good to, to have you in my circle and really stoked to see you come come out and and get down with us on the trails and i'm looking forward to you know doing a lot more to come yeah need to go out put some more scratches and dings in the truck and <laughs> <laughs> figure out some more about. recovery that's points. gonna be no problem for you some well barry barry <laughs> likes to get down dude we went out and barry's like hey look if it's something that you kind of think i can't do but i might be able to do i want to do it he was telling rob this from redlands motorsports and it's like i love it like yeah. we're all going out to have a good time he's using his vehicle for what it's actually supposed to be used for yep. which is to get out there otherwise go get yourself a honda and yep. just be happy yeah but i mean it's amazing yeah you get the little things like i put the carly suspension on so that oh, gave yeah. me two and a half inches then i just put 35 12 50s on and you know i you know i'd love to be able to put 40s on a truck really <laughs> really get the clearance but you know i talked to the smart people and they go no on a ram 1500 35s 35s are as big as you can go until you start <laughs> having problems because the truck wasn't made to spin tires bigger than that yep right on but, Hey, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, brother. Hey, uh, surefire.com, right? People want yeah, to come check surefire out. Surefire.com and dukedefense.com. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll get together again on the trail and do some more stuff. Thanks, brother. It's good to meet you. Yeah. Thanks, Barry. See you, brother. Um, anyways, there's two. Too good to pass up on that. And, That's you know, awesome. He's, he's great. He really loves the space. And it's cool to see companies, the, the higher executives within these companies that have normally been traditionally just tactical, yeah. like embracing this stuff individually yep and it's like what we're gonna do here in a bit i think i have people from you know a whole bunch of different companies coming over just to come swing a hammer and we're gonna yeah. make some damascus and yeah it's, they just want to swing a hammer but it's like these are know. ceos of all these different companies coming i don't know through. what i i really signed up for like after hearing you say oh yeah there's gonna be teams we're gonna do it for like an hour i'm like oh shit that's probably it's gonna be pretty intense it's huh? gonna be fun if so you've ever bullets? if you ever seen it so it's called team striking okay. um on a anvil and is uh, it like the japanese it's exactly like the japanese where you have your basically a master and your apprentices and the, the master or conductor just keeps basically the tone right keeps the tone the and says exactly where the apprentice should hit with their hammer so it's like a super light hit from the instructor and then the, all the apprentices come up with like a 10 pound sledge and hit exactly where they're doing and it's a fun orchestra and yeah we're gonna we're gonna see if we can move some hot steel i'm a little nervous don't be i don't nervous. know if my aim is solid you know like don't do this all 
it's hard enough to piss at we'll, night, let we'll, alone get a get a hammer. We'll keep the crowd at a good distance. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hope, hopefully, all the hammerheads are on real good. I don't know. Shit just breaks. <laughs> yeah, it's Anyways, been fun. I so mean, what's up, dude? How's it been? Just been good, man. I've got the square body getting closer and closer. I can't believe it's not running yet. The I engine's know. in there. I got the 6.0 LS yeah, in there, dude. Yeah. I had to you went back and forth a lot on what you were doing exactly. Oh, man, it, it's been a battle. I mean, it's definitely a bigger rabbit hole than I ever expected it was going to you be. You knew it would be. I knew it would be. You just don't know until you Yeah, ready. exactly. And it's like, oh, okay, I need to change that. Oh, okay, I need to change that. And that's and another like, 500 bucks. Hey, exactly. That's another 250 uh-huh. bucks. Yeah, so now I'm just sitting here trying to sell as many knives as I possibly can to <laughs> afford more truck parts. <laughs> you're, you're, the sales, the proceeds of these sales will go towards the flat, <laughs> yeah. the square body. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. It looks but it, beautiful, though. Yeah, thank you. And I've been learning so many different things There's going Olaf, through. Olaf's it. been on here. Oh yeah. Yeah. During the pandemic, we did like a we did a virtual. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. And so, if you guys want to, if you guys want an episode about Olaf getting pissed off at conservationists fucking up our trails <laughs> and trying to take our access away, that's a really good one. To talk about. We we need to do some more cleanups too. Yeah, and if you guys actually need a realtor in the Orange County area and greater area, I would imagine, um, go to Olaf. Uh, it's uh, Adventure Seeker, Aventura Seeker. It's Spanish, right? Aventura Seeker on Instagram. Check him out. He's, uh, he's actually partnered up with his buddy John now, too, and they're doing a lot of stuff together. And uh, him and Paula, uh, his better half, better half, um, are, are in the real estate thing together and, you know, slinging houses and helping rebuild stuff and really cool stuff. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Did you just get another drink? Someone just handed me a drink. Hey. <laughs> we can share it. Yeah. I don't have cooties. That's the good thing about brothers, though. Like, we can share a drink. He'll let you hit it. There's been some suspect photos sent to me <laughs> late night, including my anvil. What's that? Photo evidence. <laughs> photo evidence. <laughs> yeah, we have photo evidence. God damn it. It's fucking Nathan. You don't, you guys, I hope to God you never see this photo. But depending on how close you are with Jordan, you may. And uh, I, I just want to say for the record, I had nothing to do with the execution let's, of let's the idea. Let's just say there's, uh, I think we can eventually get a calendar going with all the photos that have come through about uh, like an X rated <laughs> Overland Expo photo calendar with everything know. over my anvil oh has, has it improved has it increased has there been There's more just been a few yeah oh, it's wow. all right we started a thing <laughs> it's like you have to guard it at night like with an armed guard <laughs> i'm just gonna start putting chili powder all over it yes. <laughs> if that's any indication as if to you guys happened. if that could help your imagination to understand what it is exactly why he would have to put chili powder on an anvil to prevent what from happening then <laughs> Let your imagination run with that one. And you know, and, and on that note, Jordan will probably be popping up at more events uh, with his anvil. So yeah, let's make I mean, it a thing, guys. <laughs> let's make it a thing. <laughs> Just be careful if you have any allergic reactions. I would not pen. use your tongue for anything. No, Dude, no, no. Don't kiss it. Don't no. kiss the kissing the anvil would not be a good thing for you. Could this, be fun for us to look at. This live forging has been so much fun, though, man. Has it? It's, I mean, I think we're three sessions in so far. And you had Lucas from Grizzly Forge over here. Yeah, Lucas came over. We were forging out some bottle openers and just handing them out to the crowd. I bought one. Yeah. I got my. I got mine right here in my pocket. Yeah, uh, fun forge scale stuff, and then. Yeah. We had uh, Brad from Trail Recon out oh, here Oh, did he this come morning. do his knife? Yeah, we did knives. Right. We did like a pair of knives out here, and he did great. 
um, earlier right. yesterday. So are you going to finish them back at home and then send them yep. to exactly? So we did to like their exact specifications of like what they wanted in their vehicles, and uh, it's going to be a fun little mini camp chopper kind of thing. And Jillian did it yesterday, and yep. she forged out a fun blade. So it's I think it's great. It's going to be really cool to now that I have a portable setup kind of, and I can take these around to different shows. So much fun. Maybe a, maybe a campsite one one day. Uh, there's Christina over there from Rogue Spirits. She's about to get everybody fucked up tonight. Christina's going to come over and help forge too. Is she really? Yeah. She's going to help yeah. hammer uh -huh. for the Damascus. Yep. Awesome. Um, yeah, man. I mean, uh, it's been great to see. Kind of like like I said, you and I started. Kind of like I mean, you were already really well in it. I was in it separately, and then coming together at that point, that little nexus point in our lives. Yeah. I feel like it led to a lot of other things and relationships and a, and a, and a pretty solid community of us who continuously come back to each other. Yeah. Like it's been, yep. that to me has been like the best part of it. Cause it's like, it is truly like the extended family. Yeah. And it's been so much fun. I mean like learning every single time that I go out of like, you know, what, what am I going to change? What am I going to do? What, what is new that I can either build to my vehicle or, or what stuff can, I don't know, think up, business-wise or yeah. just have fun trip-wise and plan and, and we do help each other a lot too e exactly yeah. it's, it's been such an evolution i feel like coming in from i think the f was the first time i was hanging out with you guys i think i was on 31 inch stock tires yeah, and the silverado, silverado and <laughs> yeah the, but that silverado got and, and got after it it did it yeah. ate yeah and i got to a point with that guy i, I kind of realized if i was going to keep driving like that uh that it, truck it was, was going to turn into my jeep yeah <laughs> fuck yeah no good. It's hard, man. I mean, you just want to keep. I know you're just like me. You just you smash it, bro. You like, you the foot's on that skinny pedal and you're going for it. And you know, you it's know? too much fun not to. And that's that's kind of what the whole idea Point with the is, square right? body was. And it's like, okay, I know I want to try and build a vehicle Dude, that could. Let's talk about this fucking okay. thing, bro. Yeah. Like we're I mean, turning around I've, right now, looking at I've it. I've seen the letters on the side of your frame that you built. It's like the raw steel. Yeah, that's a that's a quarter inch square tube rock slider yeah that that's, is that even, what is that what are you gonna extend off of i'm it gonna though? extend off of it at some point but yeah i mean basically at this point i have my entire roll cage all interior roll cage is all tied yep. into the frame and you taught yourself how to weld on this thing didn't taught you taught myself to weld taught that's myself right. to bend steel yeah how you hit the radiuses and how you land tubes um there's there's definitely a few tubes on here i wish i could go back and redo yeah but that's the whole thing it's just a, like a learning process Good i know for government work if, if anything breaks on this thing, I know exactly how to fix it at this and point. And you know, so. and then when you hear something, you're going to know what that thing kind of is probably. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, so. oh, shit, I knew I, le I left that one loose, but I thought it'd be okay. And, you know, it pops up and you yeah. take the, care of The it thing the that I'm worried about now at this point is, like, there's so many points that I have fixed. It's not like this was stock. You know, it sure. should work. Yeah. I don't know if it ever should have worked kind of thing. So <laughs> yeah, I assume I mean, I've done sense. my research, you know, yeah. I've got the, I went through the whole four link calculator thing on my trailing arms in the rear. And that was a really cool learning process of how to set up your anti-squat and anti-dive and all that and pinion angle change and all that. This thing's got massive trailing arms on it. Yeah. I got 55 inch trailing arms that are split 50, 50 and bitching. Uh, my What's your travel on this fucker? Uh, Twenty-two inches <laughs> with in a the smile. Rear. You should see his smile as he says it too. Like, like the it was like it's like the genuine smile from the soul. Like twenty-two inches. It's it's gonna party, man. Yeah, and man. I'm so excited. I'm so close. And this is the thing. It's like yeah, I'm, I'm literally saving up for the last couple pieces in here. 
definitely a whole bunch of people are going to be helping me on this vehicle kind of get it up and running and yeah, it's going to sure. be the first time i'm it takes a village yeah exactly it's, yeah. There, there's so many people that have helped me through this process learn and figure out the right paths to go down because yeah it's building a vehicle from scratch you basically did i mean you have the body but everything else has been uh retrofitted redone i mean i love your center console like little fridge cooler in the middle exactly is that a freezer too I think so. You can turn it up to a free little nice uh, yeah. 35 liter Dometic. It's yeah. also an armrest. I actually, right there. For I the mean, it's a, funny to say this, but I chose to do inch and uh, three quarter tube. Okay. Because it gave me you normally probably with this weight of vehicle, you should have done a two inch tube oh, really? frame. Okay. But I was like, hey, my PRP seats and my Dometic aren't gonna fit if I do two inch oh. tubes in there. <laughs> Caution first. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, Dom at inch and three quarters is gonna be safe anyways. Yeah. I'm not maybe, racing. Maybe put in some more gussets. Yeah, a few more gussets. Yeah. 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 Just gusset the shit out of it. Some padding around. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is bad, bro. I'm stoked for you. I'm really glad that uh, uh, you didn't leave. Some people like you know they're like they sell it and they move on and they're done and you've stayed in it and not only have you stayed in it you've built a full on career. I mean it seems like you're pretty close to this is a full time thing. It is yeah so actually uh, March first I officially went full time knife making. Oh you're already you're already full time. Yeah full time yeah, knife making. Did you quit the you quit the side? Yeah thing. I'm doing like maybe a few hours here uh, here and there just to because I set up some stuff with that but um, I am out forging making knives every single day eight, 10 hours a day. And it's been so much fun. Just the productivity I have now and being able to like really set up my days and my hours mm -hmm. and have goals. And I'm coming up with different lines of blades. So like at a- You have better, a really famous survival one that you've been selling. So that's the one that I've been really working on. It's What's something- called? The Coyote Survival Blade Coyote, that I have. Yep. Um, I worked on that for quite a while. I think by hand, I've made about 200 of them. Wow. Um, it's just coming out probably this July that uh, I'm gonna have basically like they're getting the water jet cut out for me, so I'm saving a few, you know, processes to help me make these things a little faster. Because it's and like no matter what, it still just has to be cut out. There's no science to that. That's part. the thing. It's it's a lot of times it's you don't have to spend the hours in the grinding room, and on top of that, it's it's probably not healthy for me to spend the next 40, 50 years sucking down sure. steel dust. Yeah. And so with stuff like that, especially the survival knife that I'm really setting up from Cal Poly, where I learned all the manufacturing processes. But oh, so you learned some of the stuff. So it's all, everything I'm applying from Cal Poly. I studied industrial technology there. It was all lean manufacturing and um, yeah, just how you how you figure out how to manufacture a product and keeping this thing all American made and it's fun. So I'm getting, basically it's cut out, it's a rough ground and it's heat treated for me, but everything else past that is still all me. It's all sharpening me, handles are me. Leather is a fun kid in town who works yeah. under the saddle maker locally and it's it's just fun. Yeah, dude, your uh, your leather guy is. I mean, is he? He's not that old. No, I think he just turned twenty. Oh my gosh, he might he's be here this so weekend. So talented, he's great, man. You had those leather koozies last year. That yeah, year. Dean Jawbone Leather. He's been doing some amazing work. It's so Somebody much. Stole my koozie. Oh, we'll get you another one. Fuck, we'll get you another my, one. It'll be my third. Having a koozie made from saddle leather dude, is such so a fun bitchy. feeling, yeah, right? <laughs> I actually thought it was going to be cold, but no, it still insulates pretty yeah. well and. And it's just going to, like, wear in with your hand oil and everything, so. Yeah. You can tell why people steal the shit. It's yeah. just so nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a big trust fall for me right now, leaving all my knives, because I have three of your knives, or two knives and an axe right now. Uh, that's rad. Dean made me, we're looking right now, I've got this, like, uh you know, I'm going to take a picture of it, so hopefully. We can. Um, he hand-tooled a knife pad for me that has my Sasquatch hitting an anvil over it, but it's all... 
basically custom hand tooled leather pad that he did a really good work on. Yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. His his leather work, those koozies are perfect. I mean, when you put your can in there, you like, the fit is amazing, the right? The fit's perfect and it sits up. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. shit. I yeah. didn't think it was gonna sit up. I thought it was gonna fall over. No. Yeah. They're they're perfect. Anyways, what else? What else going on? Your uh, your soon to be wife. Yes. Is uh, she has her own shop out there? Up she north. does. Yeah, at Divine Supply out in San Inez. We started in September. It's been doing great. Men's and women's really? clothes. We're bringing in fun brands and stuff like that. And I've got knife display in there. And she was even here just earlier. She was helping me sell some stuff at the booth and nice. all that. It's been so much fun to just kind of, you know, both just push each other so hard to to get our dreams working you know it's yeah. is she doing the store full-time too she's doing the store full-time they just hired their first employee so rad. Um, it's been going great it's you know we're, we're very different people her uh -huh. and I she's very detail-oriented <laughs> very you know just that that mentality um, I would say I definitely have the crazy messy creative vibe in me and I can sit here and spit talk everyone about knives for hours and we we bounce off each other pretty well so, so what was your so you, you mentioned a creative thing you actually have a you had a career in the creative field of user experience design right yep yeah so i've it's, it's funny it's, I, I bounced through a couple different creative things my most previous one was i was a ux designer for okay. a company called talent sky it's a new kind of uh Better LinkedIn, I guess, is okay. the easiest way to think oh, about it. And it's been fun to learn through the user process and where people get confused and everything. And uh, it transitioned really well because my first thing out of college was actually designing uh, furniture. Okay. Um, but it was all furniture made out of cardboard. So it was oh, all, interesting. Like it was flat pack cardboard yeah. that we had designed, how it folds up, puts together. And it was all for kids. And yeah, kids could like draw and like assemble Legos. it. And yeah, it was great. Um, such still such a fun project. I think the only thing that we messed up on was it was three college age guys trying to sell a whole bunch of furniture to parents and everything, uh -huh. and they were like, "You don't know anything about kids." But uh. it was still fun. We still have the designs, but man, it's it's. That sounds like it would be really successful because we learned so much, man. It's funny all the drawing. You'd think the kids would be like really into it. It's like, do you know what their favorite thing to do with cardboard furniture is? Build forts. Stab it with pencils. And that. <laughs> we got Martin over there from Milestar. Being Martin, <laughs> love you, Martin. Um, yeah, no, I actually really like your idea. I think it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we yeah. did a Kickstarter, but it, I've just learned everything. You know, it, everything has accumulated to me being able to run this business for my eyes right now. Yeah. And there's so many skills I've picked up, dabbling through all this stuff. And yeah, it's it's gonna be a fun ride. It's so bitching. I mean, I, I just I just like seeing my friends do fucking amazing things and do really well. I mean, you saw Barry who stopped by earlier. I mean, fuck. Very professional shooter, works at one of the biggest like you know suppressor companies in the in the market. Has his own company, loves to wheel like yeah. really well rounded. Like lots of like in, like he's in a fitness like you know dudes, a great human being on top of it all. Uh, former marine like you know yeah. has seen some shit, done some shit, and has kept his life together in a super positive, highly functional way, and gets down all kinds of stuff. You. You do your uh, blacksmithing. You're a UX designer, you know, by trade. You have you have this passion for all things mechanical, and you taught yourself how to weld. I mean, I love seeing the breadth of the people we kind of all associate with. Everyone's kind of doing all kinds of shit. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's every other person you see has this like crazy backstory. You know, it's yeah. like we all come together in this off-road world. What's but your crazy backstory? Mine, man, it's it's actually a funny one now that I'm a blacksmith. 
Okay. Because I, like, honestly, all through probably since I was a little kid, all the way up to the end of college, I was full-blown tennis player. Okay. I played professional tennis for, I mean, a little bit here, but I played D1 Cal Poly. Um, interesting enough. Division one being the f- number one division. Yeah. We were uh, West Coast champions. I've like got my you're, you're on your way to PGA shit. I was, uh, I was... 1,500 in the world at one point for doubles. And Out of probably, what, hundreds of thousands? I think it was like 1,600. 1,600? 1600? Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that's not that impressive anymore. <laughs> no, it was a, it's a crazy thing that that was, you know, the beginning of my life and um, totally different now. I'm not wearing any more polo Polos. shirts anymore. and uh, No more head sweatbands. No, I just <laughs> think Royal Tenenbaums in my head. <laughs> yeah. You remember Luke Wilson's or Owen Wilson's <laughs> yeah. character, whoever? One of the brothers? Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, like that, that taught me so much to who I am now, competitiveness and dealing with stress. Do you have a competitive streak, really? Uh, it weirdly, sometimes it does come out. Yeah. Um, In what ways? Like, what is like, what, what triggers you? When people think I don't, or I can't do anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, like tell nah, me I you, can't. Yeah. 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 That watch actually, me. Watch me do it. Dude, that, that actually, that, I can relate to that because I never like hearing no. Mm-hmm. I like hearing, hey, figure it out, put something together and let's see if we can make it work. Yeah. I like... People leave it open-ended and possible. If you if you shut me down, if you ever tell me like no or you, let's put a pin in it, I'll be like fuck you. So it's an interesting, and it's not like a negative thing at this point in my life. But one of the toughest things, my dad was my coach growing up, and uh, one Your of the tennis biggest, coach, my tennis oh, coach. Shit. And was it rough when you left? It's it was tough. I mean, no, when I fully left, it was I was you know a grown person and all okay. that. But okay. when I was younger, and if I was like not playing well, or you could tell like my head wasn't in or something. I could tell on his face he hated it, right? And I'd see him over there on the corner of the court, and he would have his hands crossed over his head and just like shaking his head, kind of. I knew what he meant. It was like you're, you know, you're just what are you doing? And you're better than this. And he would leave. He would oh, just leave. Fuck. And which was like, you know what? I always take that as like, like you're not, you're not gonna win this match. But I would take that as like, watch this. Oh really? You know, and it would just totally change my mindset. You to tell the, him about the win later. Yeah, and it's like, oh, dad, I came back and I didn't lose a point after you left, like. <laughs> Because I was so mad. Thanks for leaving. <laughs> um, I've told him that too. It's a funny thing. It's like I don't know why it's so competitive like that, but well, I think actually I know. I mean, I, I, I don't know about your parents. I grew up in a house where nothing was ever enough. Yeah. And there were co- constantly like restrictions or you know those ceilings above me, and I'm like, fuck that. I want to do this. I want to do that. And that's why I've always, yeah, I've just got my hands dirty on fucking everything. Yeah. Now, you take it to the next fucking level. I mean, learning how to weld and <laughs> mount. Put I don't know. I don't know who told me that I wasn't allowed to build a trophy truck rock crawling pre-lander. Nobody, nobody said that ever. Because, I mean, I, I have a overlanding rock crawling wannabe pre-runner. And it doesn't really work out too well, but I still drive it that way. The jumps. I haven't quite gotten into the jumps yet. Yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like I need to start building my way up. The airborne thing. That's I've, I've been airborne. And it's been surprisingly nice, especially on downhill slopes. But still, it's not it's not something I've gotten because comfortable. That was that was the first time I jumped the Silverado was out at uh, Lake Powell. Um, out there, okay. we found this nice little roller. Um, my truck was so heavy though, I couldn't get off the ground. I tried it like six times. The suspension kept lifting, and yeah, and it was like I got so pissed this next <laughs> time. I took three corners as fast as I could, and I hit the jump at 85 miles an hour. <laughs> and I got like probably eight, eight, nine inches off the ground, but nice. it was like 30, 40 feet long. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, it was like all you could do just to. Um, yeah, just, just just to get it off the ground. And uh, yeah, I got a, fun, a couple fun photos and stuff like that of it. But then all of a sudden, you know, I'm out there with all the Rome guys, and uh, Morgan, 
uh, Nick's fiance yeah. takes Nick's keys in the Raptor and first try just jumps and it probably did two and a half two feet off the ground probably 60 <laughs> feet and we were all just like oh <laughs> so right. Morgan nick, gets down. nick was crying oh morgan morgan knows how to drive yeah, a truck nick, nick nick drives his raptor like i drive my jeep just <laughs> into the ground all the time he's actually got some really big plans yeah he does in the works he could have told us about him if he didn't fucking leave early i know Are you kidding me because he's can't believe he's, he's got to go build a cabin or some shit yeah Lock cabin. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Life. I, I, I made these beams by hand. I prepared them, set the logs. Hand, hand hewn I, logs. I, I would not hate actually trying to build a home. Like I've done plenty of Lincoln logs. I've gone down the YouTube rabbit hole I mean, of the log cabin building. I follow a lot of bushcraft guys that like build their like little cabins in the yeah. middle of the Oh yeah, those are great. Those it's are great. Like, Many of hours wasted. Yeah, but it's amazing every time. It doesn't never ceases to impress. Yep. Um, anyways, dude, well, I know you're going to get ready for, uh, your little Damascus forging. I'm going to help you for a little bit, uh, on the hammer and then leave it to stronger men yep. than me to do it. More, much more coordinated people than me. We're going to have some fun. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. So dude, how can people find you? Well, yeah. Um, if you ever stop in at lostsasquatch.com, I almost always have inventory now on my website of nice. some kind of stuff. And then can always find me on Instagram or YouTube, Lost Sasquatch. But uh, appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, buddy, dude. It's I always mean, fun hanging at Having Expo. my friends, I mean, we didn't even get into shit, but having my friends here and just being able to share stories and like let, yep. let basically introduce you to the the writer audience that kind of listens in, yeah. the, the five people that listen into this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd love for them to meet you. So, <laughs> Bob, Nick, Jerry, Mike, and Joe, you're welcome. <laughs> Love it. Anyways, so uh, I'm going to pay some bills. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is the end. So thanks for listening. Or you could keep listening and hear about my partners that keep me and Frank in business and on the trail and uh, gas in our tanks. Uh, first off, we've got Milestar. Uh, you're sponsored by Falcon. And, you know, I know all these companies have great relationships with one another. So tires are tires. Everyone's yep. got their pre uh, preference and is stoked and, you know, is is happy with what they have for whatever reason and there's uh there's plenty of vehicles out there that we can all coexist so um but milestar is a partner of mine and uh huge ambassadors of the community huge stewards of uh the land and definitely enjoy building uh, a, uh look at these two we, what are they doing oh fuck we're being we're being infiltrated by Citizen J. Oh man! Yeah, we're Citizen J is uh, infiltrating and trying to photobomb the podcast. <laughs> you have your own fucking podcast. <laughs> Go do your podcast. <laughs> Great. Now, yeah. Okay. There it is. You you find. Go look at the video. That Go Jillian's look at Citizen J on on uh, on. On everywhere you stream uh, OnlyFans, and uh, and, uh, <laughs> and it's a it's a brand new. Oh boy, she's gonna run you over in that then that green truck she's got. Oh my god, uh, but no, she's got a new podcast. It's great. Uh, she gets to talk with her friends and kind of expose people to the world of adventure and the lifestyle and things that she's into. So she's highly active within being a, an American and. You know, that's that's her deal, and I'm looking forward to hearing uh, uh, what it's all about. Yeah. But, all right, so Milestone Tires, uh, Rebel Off-Road, 
Uh, great shop out in Laguna Hills. Also have a location out in Texas. People bring their vehicles to them from all over the country. I mean, even international. Uh, bon has built quite a reputation of really good service and, and work. Um, and he also is starting to build uh, bumpers and uh, racks and different systems for JKs, JLs, JTs. Um, and also uh, just, you know, fun people to hang out with. Like if you find them at EJS or some event or whatever, they're, they're always going to be a good time and they're very inviting. Um, after that, we've got Magnaflow. Is Magnaflow on this? So I've just been talking to Rich. All about right. Figuring out a uh, nice little yeah. custom, maybe side exit exhaust yeah, or something like, like that. You have to. You kind of have to. Right? Yeah. I feel like it deserves. It deserves a side mount exhaust. It's also a 73, so I'm pretty smog. Oh, man. You could do whatever. Dude, your exhaust could come inside the cab yeah. if you wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want, bro. <laughs> the suicide machine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have some really cool stuff, man. Yeah. I'm excited to start learning more about exhaust and how we're going to set this thing up. And Dude, I got a tour of their facility, and I'm sure Rich would give you one too. Yeah, that'd be it cool It is amazing. Like, they're, they're pretty vertically integrated with everything they do. I mean, outside of, I think, mining the shit and melting it down and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like, it's amazing. Um, all right, what else we got? We got um, Innova Electronics. Did you, uh, did you get to uh, meet... John over at Anova yet? No, not yet. I yeah. want to meet John at some point. Yeah, he's he's really active. He's got a family history of wheeling, and he's all into it. He also happens to be the brand marketing uh, director over at Anova, and uh, he kind of exposed me to their product. And you know, at first I'm like, "What is this? Meters? I don't need no meters." And uh, and then I'm like, "Oh, but you guys make all these other tools." And shit, I actually have used your OBD2 reader. So, all right, cool. Like we're good. And uh, basically. You know, whether it's a car scanner, an OBD2 scanner, um, a timing, you know, um, whatchamacallit, like a timing. Yep. Timing gun. Timing gun. Timing gun. Yeah. Uh, check your timing. Uh, they, they make a snake cam. They make a thermal cam. They make a power check, which will allow you to send 12 volts of current into a circuit so you can see what's like lighting up oh, or what's that's cool. turning on. Like, it's really cool shit, right? And... Uh, and actually, it just hit me. If my starter wire ever gives me trouble, I can use my power check probably to just start the car because I can send 12 volts straight to the starter. Crazy. Anyways, those are our partners. They keep the lights on. They keep uh, gas in our vehicles and oil in our tanks. And uh, just want to say huge thanks to letting them keep us doing what we do. Huge thanks to you, Jordan, for being on here and spending some time with me. You've been so busy all weekend. And... Uh, we're almost there. Appreciate it, man. I'm glad I still have a voice at yeah. this uh, hour at Expo. So, yeah. Once it gets down to like you know the later half of the second day, it's like you start like, oh, I wish it was a little bit longer. Yeah. And then and then it's the last day. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to leave. You know. <laughs> so good luck with the the remaining piece. I'll see you at the KC party tonight. Sounds good, man. And uh, good times, bro. Yeah. Take care. All right.